Two Fat Dudes! Alright, and welcome to episode 14 of the Two Fat Dudes Talk Sports Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Hayden Gay. Joining with me is my dad, Chris. Howdy. So nothing happened this week, nothing of importance. I mean, yeah. there's no... All right, so have a good week, everybody. Yeah, see you guys there. Nah, there, there was like... I think the big news from this week was mainly political. There's no huge sports news or anything. Well, obviously, you know, you've got the, the, the uh, UFC and stuff. No, I mean, you, you've got the the election that happened on Tuesday, so that, that obviously takes front and center in our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, sports is a nice break from... Everything. Everything, that reality that happened on Tuesday. So, yeah. so um, the big news this week was John Jones was suspended for a year by USADA. Um, no surprise there. Uh, then the UFC well, stripped. Well, he was surprised, I think. Really? I believe so. I think he was surprised that it was this long. Okay. Was my understanding of some things I've read this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think he'd think... It, he thought it'd be a year, mm-hmm. but with the way his career had gone, he shouldn't have been surprised. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, he um, he came out and said something about it being um, he didn't know that it was administered or something along the lines of that. So uh, then the UFC went and stripped his title. So none to me none of that was really surprising i'm surprised it took this long to finally decide on that right um i think if if and when he comes back um he should not get a tile shot right away he should not be a number one contender right away i think he has to win three fights minimum without um without any incidents with this type of thing before he's even considered for a title shot I don't disagree with you. I think he needs to earn it. Mm-hmm. However, Dana White's history with this is that, or the UFC's history may not be Dana White, maybe Joe Silva, uh, who has been the you know the coordinator of that. But the history of the UFC has been that they don't have to earn it. Yeah. You know, um, I personally thought Ronda Rousey should have fought one more fight before fighting for the title. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, fight Holly Holm again. Um, fight another fight, a warm-up deal, before you fight Amanda Nunes. Mm-hmm. I mean, she de- absolutely destroyed Misha Tate, who, obviously, we're seeing now, is a shell of what she used to be. However, mm-hmm. um, I still think Ronda Rousey should have yeah. had to fight one fight before getting the title. He, I, I think what Dana White goes for is more money fights than what should happen, in my opinion. Which is actually what the fans want. Yeah. I mean, he's doing what the fans want. He is... <laughs> the way UFC does things is is awesome. I wish yeah. boxing would do things like this. Um, that's why boxing's lost so much popularity is because, I mean, besides Floyd Mayweather, who's retired, and Manny Pacquiao, who's a shell of what he used to be, can you name another fighter right now that's a name brand that someone would pay to fight? No. Okay, well, I can name a few just because yeah. I watch HBO stuff. Mm-hmm. But other than that... There's really like two or three guys out there that are really big name fighters in boxing. UFC, you know, goes for those things for the fans the way the fans wanted. So. Yeah. So. So two hundred five. Well, we're we're not there yet. That's oh, our last part. My of this. apologies. Uh, the next one's just small. Um, Stephen Curry went finally ended his streak of I think it was one hundred fifty seven straight games with a three, dating back to sometime in October or twenty fourteen sometime. Uh, so he got shut out by the Lakers, and then 
the very next game, he goes and breaks the record for most threes in the game <laughs> with 13. <laughs> he was just saving it up. He yeah, broke one record. He wanted to break another one. Mm-hmm. So he was, was just kind of saving it up. Yeah. So uh, I'm uh, when I heard that, I was surprised he hadn't done it before. Honestly, yeah. I mean, the way he shoots threes, I know it's nuts. Well, on another side note, you, you mentioned who he uh, lost it to. Yeah. Do you think it's any coincidence that he lost it to the team Luke Walton now coaches? Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Luke I mean, Walton's got some little secret. Uh, well, the him. way the Lakers are playing, Luke Walton outcoached uh, Steve Kerr that yeah. first game. Right. They beat him by twenty points. Yeah. With that young of a team playing against a veteran team like yeah. that. Well, they followed that up with a beat in the Kings. You know, mm-hmm. not that the Kings are anything close to the Warriors, but at home, back to back, they still beat the Kings. When the Kings were up by eighteen at one point, and yeah. then fought back and won. So. And one by ten. Um, so that was big news from the week last night when we're recording on Sunday. So last night, UFC two hundred five, uh, a fantastic card. We got um, two hundred. Yeah. Hoping for some really good fights. Mm-hmm. The prelims for two hundred were amazing. The actual card for 200 stunk. Mm-hmm. This was good from the start mm-hmm. to the finish. Yeah. So I think we'll just start from the first fight that we watched. Yeah. Right to the last fight. So let me get to the... Are you talking about prelims? Are you talking about... Yeah, prelims. Prelims, the whole thing? The whole thing. Okay. I mean, because I think they were all great fights. Yeah. I mean, the worst one was the Misha Tate one. But even yeah, that even one... that was, was a decision. Yeah. Still so, hard fought. Let's see. And it was still big news during that fight. It yeah. Was still a- so we'll get to that. Um, so the first fight that we watched, we didn't watch the one that was on um, the, the fight, pass. fight pass. I did hear that those were good fights too. Yes. Both were stopped, or one was split decision. Yes. Uh, so. Uh, alrighty. So the first one we watched was Vincente Luque versus Bilal Muhammad. Which was a win by KO for Vincente Luque, which was an absolutely brutal knockout. <laughs> well, and that guy that he beat um, had been on a four-fight win streak, mm-hmm. had been on his way up, and this guy just absolutely rocked his world right there. Yeah. That was that was a perfect start for the prelims. Yeah, I mean, pretty much this whole card, Dana White could not ask for anything. Exactly. Better. Uh, so that was a great start to the card. Then followed up with Rafael Natal versus Tim Boach, which Tim Boach looked like he was just getting destroyed and then goes and knocks him out. Right. And one of the other things about that fight that made it kind of cool is Tim Boach, I guess his son, who mm-hmm. they've not been together or whatever, is the first fight he got to see his father fight. Which is awesome. And, you know, Boach won. So that was really cool. Well, actually, that I was thinking of a different fight. That wasn't that long of a fight. That was only about a minute and a half. Yeah, the, the first round. Yeah, Boach knocked him out. Yeah. So. Um, so that was a fun fight. Then <sighs> Khabib Nur- Nurmagomedov yeah. and Michael Johnson. Uh, so that was a weird fight because the first round, Michael Johnson dominated. Yep. And then Khabib got angry. Well. And goes and submits Michael Johnson in round three and then calls out Conor McGregor. Well, and the thing with Khabib is that guy is an absolute beast yeah. on the ground. He's not so much on the stand-up, mm-hmm. so he's got a weakness there. But if he gets a fight to the ground, you are in trouble because he will not let up. So I'm just looking at some of these. Uh, he landed 94 significant strikes on Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson landed 19. 
I mean, it was Michael a, Johnson fought most of that most of that fight from the yeah from the ground. Those nineteen shots came in the first round. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was a good. And then Khabib goes and calls out Conor McGregor, which we'll get to that more. Yeah. Once we talk about the McGregor fight. Yeah. So then the last fight on the undercard was Frankie Edgar versus Jeremy Stevens, which I don't even know how Frankie Edgar lasted there to the end of the fight. Was it a decision? Yeah. But didn't he get rocked at one point and almost got finished by Stevens? I think he got rocked and almost finished. I don't think so. In like round three. I'm trying to remember now that you now that you've said that. I thought Khabib he did. got rocked in the first round of that yeah. fight. And then Frankie Edgar, because Yes, you're absolutely he right. He did. He had one knockdown. Jeremy Stevens did. Yes. He got he got he got rocked a little bit there, but Frankie Edgar pretty much controlled that fight. Mm -hmm. um, Jeremy Stevens has got a vicious right hand, and so he did. He did land one, mm -hmm. um, but there's no way Frankie Edwards is going to lose in New York. I mean, no. he's been waiting so long to fight in his, in New York, so yeah. to be right there close mm -hmm. to home is uh, because Edgar's from New Jersey, so yeah. uh, it's pretty pretty incredible. And that was a good finish to the prelims. Oh, it was awesome. I mean, the fact that Frankie Edgar was fighting on the prelims on Fox uh, or on FS1. Yeah. It tells that you that you tells you how stacked the card was. Well, that card right there could have been a UFC fight night. Yeah. You know, it's not a pay-per-view, but it could have been a UFC Fight Night standalone, mm -hmm. and that would have been a good, solid card just in and of itself. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then we get to the main card, where the first fight was Misha Tate versus Raquel Pennington, which was not anything special. Uh, Raquel Pennington, I think, in my opinion, Sorry. watch it, in my opinion, <laughs> uh, dominated. She did. Um, I mean, uh, she landed... She, Landed 111 strikes to uh, Misha Tate's 48. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it was... And then her takedown defense was great. But I think the big news from that fight was Misha Tate announced her retirement. Yeah. Um, I've never really watched Misha Tate. But the past two times I've seen her fight, which was at 200, and then this one, she's gotten destroyed both times. Or not... the This one, not as much as 200, but she still got beat up pretty good in this yeah. one. Um. I was a little surprised that she announced her retirement, uh, but you didn't seem all that surprised. No, only because once she won the title, I think she lost her drive. Okay. Personally. Because that's when she got beat by Amanda Nunes at 200. Mm -hmm. And Amanda Nunes really, really, really did a number on her. I mean, she just, she took it to her. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. She took it to her. And... So, so Misha Tate, since that point, I think she, I think it's almost one of those things. You, she accomplished her goal, mm -hmm. she got it, and then she let up. Mm -hmm. And in the fight, fight last night, she looked slow. Yeah. She looked tired. She actually looked like in between rounds. I, I heard them talking to her. It's like, come on, you got to give it. You got to give it. Yeah. And she just didn't do it. Yeah. You know? It just didn't seem. Yeah. It. She had lost the drive, and she even said that in the pat in the um, post fight. Yeah. Uh, she's like. It's not. It's not my time anymore. Um, so I mean, she's a great fighter. She well, she she did she did good. She was one of the first women fighters to make a name. You know, she's mm -hmm. she's a pretty young lady, mm -hmm. and she was a good fighter. And so she had a she had something that the UFC could market, mm -hmm. and she helped bring women's fighting to where it is today. Yeah. she really did. Her her battles with Ronda Rousey. Mm -hmm. She was the first one to take Ronda Rousey past the first round. Yeah, um, she took it into the third round and then got her arm broke. But you know. <laughs> Um, or almost broke. 
another arm yeah. bar, but yeah. um, but no, she will. She she deserves it. She she'll she'll go in. In fact, I, I remember watching her coach on uh, the Ultimate Fighter reality series, Wait. which which Raquel Pennington was her was her on her team. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want to call it, was on her team. And she's a good coach. Yeah. So I think that'll be what she does. She'll coach, and okay. she'll train, and she'll teach people, and she'll be good at that. Okay. And she's got a name, and so she'll make money for herself doing it. Plus, yeah. the other part of it is too, she's also a broadcaster. Mm. Uh, for and she'll she'll yeah. do good at that too. Yeah. Uh, so then the next fight, which was a great fight, Chris Weidman versus Yoel Romero, and then Yoel Romero lands one of the most vicious knees to the head I've seen in a long time. Yeah. That it was, was brutal. brutal. And then goes and calls out Michael Bisping, and they pan to Michael Bisping, and Bisping flips him <laughs> off, and the crowd goes wild. And then goes back, and he does a double bird, and then goes back and uh, says he can't understand Yoel Romero. Yeah. So, and then he also mimes that Romero yeah. is taking shots, you know, it's like uh, steroids. steroids. So, um, but getting to the fight... Good fight, solid fight, and then Romero just caught him. Yeah, you know, Weidman was winning that fight. Mm -hmm. uh, he looked good, he looked fast, he looked uh, strong, but that Yo Rorel, Yoel. Yoel Romero is an absolute monster. He's yeah. huge. He is. And he's just a beast of a guy, and he's quick, and he's athletic, and he's all of those things. He's a, he, was a, he was an Olympic wrestler. I mean, he won a silver medal in the Olympics yeah. for wrestling. So that just tells you his skill set. Mm -hmm. um, he's he's just so fast and so athletic. Even at thirty nine years old, I mean that knee that he delivered was absolutely monstrous. Yeah, and it came out of nowhere. Uh, he'd been watching Chris Weidman come in on him, and he timed it perfectly. And it was it was one of those just force met force. Boom! And Weidman's and he head gave out. I mean, and immediately you yeah. see blood pouring out yeah. of, the, of Weidman's head. I want to see a picture after. I never saw a picture never of it. I did either. But it was brutal. Yeah. Um, so then Yoel Romero will probably get the fight against Bisping and probably win. Either that or Jacare Souza. Yeah. Uh, he might get the fight against Bisping too. Or they fight each other for the top chance. Yeah, it could. It could That'd come be an interesting fight. It come down to that too. Um, so then next is... I just want to say their first names. Joanna first... <laughs> or Joanna Jekubba... Versus uh, Carolina, I think is what uh -huh. they were saying. Kowakiwix. We'll go with that. <laughs> not even Which, close nope. for either one of them. It was Ioana. No, I'm saying their last names. Yeah, no, I'm not trying their last yeah. names. Ioana versus Carolina. Um, which started out as a one-side fight yep. and then turned into a really good fight because Carolina caught her with a shot and then it was competitive the rest of the fight. Well, and Ioana... <laughs> I can't talk. Ioana... Has dominant not just beat the other um, uh, girls in her division, she has dominated them. I mean, she has never taken punishment like she did last night. I mean, her face had welts on it. She had yeah. bruises. She she was she, she had her nose was broken. I think she they said she had a hematoma right up above on her, her eye. Yeah, and her nose was broken. Or if it's not broken, it's badly, badly, yeah. badly hurt. Yeah. Um. She got. She was in a fight last night. That girl. Uh, Carolina just she did awesome. That yeah. lady Carolina did um, awesome last night, and very impressed. In fact, you could hear the fans mm -hmm. kind of lean her direction. So she did really well. Yeah. So that was a great fight, and it was a title fight. So it went five rounds. So yeah. it was really entertaining. Yeah. And then the next fight, which I think we both agree is the fight of the night, um, Tyron Woodley versus Stephen Thompson. Absolutely. That was a fantastic fight. Oh. 
How Stephen Thompson survived that fourth round oh. in the guillotine, getting rocked like he did, getting beat up. I mean, that was one of the craziest sequences I've seen in the MMA fight. He got rocked and was about like a couple hits from being completely out. Yep. Survived, then got put in a guillotine choke while still in three times while still in the like being rocks. Yeah, and still survived and did not tap. Yeah, that was incredible. And the fact that it's a draw, I'm I don't I hate draws. Yeah, any professional sport, I hate yeah. draws. I'm okay with the draw majority draw that was in this. Movie. Yeah. Um, that that just sets up a rematch. I that's gonna be the re, that's it's or has to be a rematch. Yeah, I think at some point it has to be. I I think Teron Woodley, he made big mistakes. Yeah, he obviously had an advantage wrestling. Yeah, and he did it in the first round and never went back to it. Now maybe that's because of some of the adjustments that Thompson made. Yeah, um, but. He didn't even try. I mean, mm-hmm. I never saw him once shoot in on him mm-hmm. again. Uh, he w- let's see. He went for one takedown in the entire fight. So it was the first, and he got it mm-hmm. for in the first round. Okay, so why he didn't go back to that, who knows? Yeah. Why he didn't continue punching him instead of going for a guillotine in that fourth round? He well, he even he in the post, admitted, yeah. he admitted I should have just kept punching. Yeah, because he should have stepped back and kept punching because he mm-hmm. had the guy out. Yeah. So obviously the champ made mistakes. He went for what he thought was going to be a good a good thing, but he ended up gassing his arms out, mm-hmm. and so that Thompson was able to win the fifth fifth round pretty convincingly. Mm-hmm. Um, the only round that I'm not sure of was the third. Yeah, the third round was the round that I think is the rubber round. You know, basically well, where it could have gone either way. Everyone or most people gave him that round or gave uh, Thompson that. Yes, round. okay. The judges, two out of the three judges, gave Thompson the round. Okay, and I think. Uh, the other one that had a 48-47 round, I think he gave him uh, Woodley that round. Gotcha. So I think okay. that's... I would have... I think I would have probably gone with Thompson. Yeah. Um, but I just think that was a fantastic fight, and I'm excited for when they fight again. I am with you. It was great. I saw Thompson gained a lot of fans Ooh, yeah. that night. Well, I think after that, all, the fans were on his side the rest well, of the time. Well, I mean, you heard they were booing Woodley. Yeah, that's true. You know, they booed him because he thought they thought he'd, he lost the fight, mm-hmm. so it was great. Uh, and then the final yeah. fight of the We're night. not even done yet. Main event I know. still hadn't happened. That's the co-main event. Yeah. The main event. The main event of the... Conor McGregor versus Eddie Alvarez for the lightweight title. That was one of the most one-sided fights I've seen. <laughs> I mean... But yet it was still exciting. Yeah. Because it was Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor brings so much excitement and so much intensity... You're almost nervous because he's talked so much and said so much. I'm almost nervous for him to back it up. Yeah. And but he does at every turn. Even the fight he lost to Nate Diaz, he beat Nate Diaz up. I mean, Nate Diaz got up and was bloody. The only reason he lost that first fight was he got caught with a tr- uh, with a rear naked choke yeah. because he tried and took him to the ground yep. or something. He got so, gassed. Yeah, gassed. But um, but that we're talking about this one. He toyed with Eddie Alvarez. He was landing that left hand at will, and then finally just hit him. He hit him with one of the best four-punch combos I've seen. It yeah. was just top of the temple, then I think it was like the uh, like the front of the mouth, mm-hmm. and then back again with the top, side of the head, and then back again with like the chin. Yeah. It was a brutal four-punch knockout. It and was awesome. We are both Conor McGregor fans. I, I think you are. Yes, yeah, so um, definitely. 
A lot of people don't dislike him, and I totally understand why. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love it. I. But after this fight, what does he do next? Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, uh, he announced last night that his wife's pregnant mm-hmm. with their first son, mm-hmm. or wife or girlfriend. I'm not sure. Girlfriend, I think. Girlfriend. Okay. Um, so, I think what he's talked about doing is taking time off until after the child is born. Okay. Which makes things interesting for the uh, featherweight division. Mm-hmm. He has not defended that belt in almost a year uh, since he beat Jose Aldo. It was the last time mm-hmm. he fought for that belt. The people in that division deserve to fight for the championship. So maybe an interim championship or he vacates or it. Or he vacates it. I think possibly the UFC won't wait for him to take time off. Yeah. As much time as much as he has fought, because he has fought a lot, he hasn't fought in the division he's the champion in. And I think that's not fair. I yeah. think that's not fair to the other guys. So my personal feeling is when he comes back, unless the UFC says, Yes, you can take all that time off and we'll let you, you know, do whatever you want to do until May. because um, I think that's when the child mm-hmm. is due. Or June, whatever it I is. I think it's May. So, well, he would come back probably in the summer then. Yeah. Um, you know, I think his first fight would have to be in the fly- featherweight division. Yeah. And I think it's a rematch against Jose Aldo. You think so? I think that's his fight. Okay. As I've thought about um, it, because I, I just think he owes it to the division. Yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm with you there. I think he should fight featherweight. But I think if the UFC wants the money fight, it would be Nate Diaz versus McGregor 3 for the lightweight title. Yeah. I think that would be the money fight. Uh, the fight that I would want to see, I would kind of want to see, um, I think, Frankie Edgar versus sure. Conor McGregor. I think that'd be a fun fight, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Jose Aldo should get that rematch that he's he deserves, I yeah. think. Granted, he hasn't fought since he got brutally knocked out, mm-hmm. but I think the fight that should happen is the Jose Aldo one, Yeah. but the one I want is the Nate Diaz one. Yeah. So... It'll be interesting, very interesting to see what they do next. Yeah. Um, there's yeah, talks of talk about yeah. There's talks um, of them doing uh, an ATS three in the or no, there's not talks, but there's rumblings. People wanting rumors, rumors that that people are wanting the Nate Diaz three for the lightweight title. There's also the Khabib fight. Uh, then there's also going back to featherweight to face like Edgar or Jose. Mm-hmm. So, well, Tony Ferguson's in that mix too. That He's too. the number one contender in the lightweight division. That's right. You know, so you've got Tony Ferguson and Khabib. So maybe those two fight, and for the winner to get a shot at Connor. Yeah. Um, personally, the way I don't know how the UFC will work it if Khabib wins. Because mm-hmm. if I'm the UFC, if I'm Conor McGregor, I want nothing to do with that guy. Yeah. Because <laughs> he is a monster. Yeah. He's a beast. Yeah. So like I said, this this fight card blew out. 200. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so. Alrighty, so next we're going to do NFL Week 10. Week 10 reactions, so we'll be back. Alright, and we're back. So, the Sunday of Week 10 just ended for us as we're recording. Um... So we'll just go through some games and give our reactions to them. You ready over there? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um, that's all right. So we'll just start off with Chiefs at the Panthers. Um, Chiefs went on the last second field goal. They had Panthers had a 17 point lead. Um, yeah. Um, and just fell apart. They needed this win in order to stay alive in the division, and 
They lost. No, and New Orleans lost today, too. So did Atlanta. So did Atlanta. Tampa so that's Bay's good for them. One. Yeah. So it still gives them hope, but they really needed this win. Yeah. They would have been better, yes. obviously. Um, so, uh, big news from that game. Camden brought the dad back. Yeah, but they lost. Yeah, so it doesn't really do much. Um, then the surprise of the week for me... Not necessarily the surprise of the week, but how much they won by. The Titans beat the Packers 47-25. to And it really wasn't even that close. <laughs> no. Uh, I actually picked the Titans to win. Um, we do a pigskin pick them on ESPN. I picked the Titans to win. Uh, but I did not expect a 47-25 to game where Marcus Mariota outplayed Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Through 19 of 26, 295, four touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers was 31-51 for 371, two touchdowns, two picks. Mm-hmm. DeMarco Murray had 123 yards and a touchdown. Delaney Walker had 124 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, it's just a domination of the defense, obviously. So when you see that score, do you think the Packers blew it, or do you think the Titans took it to them? Or a mix of both? Well, the thing about it is the last few weeks, the Packers have scored enough points to win and their defense has not been very good, not been good enough to hold them. I have never been a huge fan of Dom Capers mm-hmm. on him and his defensive scheme. He plays a bend, don't break kind of a kind of a scheme, mm-hmm. and that works if you have the right players. He doesn't have the right players in place right now to be able to do that. Clay Matthews is hurt; that's a big part of it. But and he's got some injuries in the secondary. But I'm just not a huge fan of Dom Capers and his and his scheme. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've never liked. That's the Green Bay defense. That's the Green Bay defensive coordinator. Um, their offense looks fine. Um, you know, it, Aaron Rodgers doesn't look the same, but still, they've been able to put up some points. Like like I said, twenty five points. That wins uh, you a lot of games in the NFL. Should be enough to win. You know, it should be enough. Um, so I think you know if you. Uh, if you looked at the league, I would imagine that 25 points today would have won, you know, 75% of the, they would have beat 75% of the teams in the league today, would be my guess. Um, so I just think Dom Capers is an issue. I think he's on the hot seat. I don't think Mike McCarthy is, but I think Dom Capers is. Okay. Uh, we'll get there in a minute with the hot seat. Uh, then the Redskins beat the Vikings, 26-20. That's four losses That's in a row. four straight for the Vikings. Everyone was talking about them being Super Bowl favorites, and they're now sitting at 5-4. And, and Detroit's right there. I mean, everyone besides... They're still in the running because of the way the Vikings are, are Everyone playing. besides the Vikings, or besides the Bears, is in running for that division now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't see a team uh, that wants that division. <laughs> I mean... The only one that's playing like they want it is the Lions, and they're still 4-4. Four and four. Yeah. They're better than the uh, Packers are. Yeah. The Packers, with that loss today, uh, dropped them to, what was it? Is it um, three? Is it... Um, drops them to 4-5. Four 4-5. and, five. Four and five. They're not even in the playoffs right now. Yep. Minnesota's not even in the playoffs. Detroit is actually winning that division. They're in first place? They're in first place in that division. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's exactly as everyone thought at the beginning of the season. Yeah, exactly. That's the way everybody drew yeah. it up. So the Vikings are in trouble. Yeah. Um, they're in deep trouble. I agree with you. 
I don't know. I mean, and they have a tough schedule coming up too. I think. Yep. Uh, let's see. What is it? They have. Let's see. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? They have Air- home to Arizona next week. It's a good game. Yeah. Uh, at Detroit. Ooh, home to good. Dallas. Oof. At Jacksonville. Okay, home good. to Indianapolis. Okay. At Green Bay. Home to Chicago. So I could see them winning one, two, maybe three games. Well, the way they're playing now, yeah. Yeah. You got Jacksonville. Um, Indiana. Indiana. I don't think they could keep up with Indiana, Indianapolis yeah. with their offense. Yeah. Yeah, but their defense will maybe able to stop them, but the defense of... Uh, it's a struggling right now. Yeah. Um, I don't think they can beat Green Bay in Green Bay. Uh, they may be able to beat... They should be able to beat Chicago. Yeah. I don't think they can beat Detroit in Detroit. They definitely won't beat Dallas. Yeah. The way they're playing right now, the way Dallas is playing. What's the Thanksgiving day game? Do you see that? Uh, that's the 24th, right? Yeah. Uh, at Detroit. So that's the Thanksgiving game. That's the Thanksgiving that's game. game. That's a big Thanksgiving game. That that's actually a has... huge game. Big, big Dallas playing that? Who's Dallas playing that game? Uh, Thanksgiving for them is at home to uh, Washington. That's another big game. Because Washington won today, too. Yeah. Uh, um, Washington beat, you know, obviously we're Vikings, talking about them right yeah. now, beat the Vikings. So mm-hmm. uh, so the next game, the Buccaneers completely throttling the Bears. Yep. Uh, Jay Cutler went Jay Cutler. Threw two yeah. picks in the first quarter. Fumbled it a couple times. I mean, at this point, it's not really surprising with how Jay Cutler plays. Right. He's garbage. Uh, he's not going to be on the team after... Uh, uh, after this season, agreed. Uh, then a good game, the Eagle or Falcons at the Eagles, with the Eagles pulling it out. Yep. That NFC East is tough. <laughs> well, the, All, the Giants play tomorrow night against yeah. the Bengals, so if they win, I mean that's that, going to put them uh, with a winning record too. Yeah, that's a tough division, mm-hmm. and with Dallas, who we'll get to in a minute. Uh, so the Eagles winning, beating the Falcons. The Falcons need this win to keep to. They could have gotten a bigger hold on that on the NFC South yep. with everyone else losing besides yep. the Buccaneers, and they choked. And they choked. Uh, Matt Ryan, one touchdown, one pick. Mm-hmm. Devontae Freeman, 49 yards rushing. Big game was Julio Jones with 135 yards. Mm-hmm. They let Ryan Matthews, who doesn't run much anymore, mm-hmm. run all over him for 109 yards and two yeah. touchdowns. Well, that, and that's that was a good thing for Carson Wentz. Take some pressure off of him to yeah. do all of it. Give it to Ryan Matthews. Let him run the ball. Throw some little screens, things like that. Mm-hmm. He got another like eighty or ninety yards passing too. Ryan, Ryan Matthews. Matthews. Yeah. That's so insane. Uh, then the game of the week: uh, the Rams beating the Jets <laughs> nine to six. Next. Was there even any? T- there was a touchdown and a missed extra point. Next. That's pathetic. That's a great game. Uh, Broncos at the Saints, where the Saints tied it and then get the extra point blocked and return for a safety. And you say, and you like the way the PAT is going right now. I love it. I love it because Blair Walsh misses extra points. Uh, You see the Saints get a field goal blocked and return or PAT blocked. Yes, it does. Puts more pressure on the kickers than they they should get more pressure Mm -hmm. because it's one of the easiest parts of the game is the point after attempt mm-hmm. or was one of the easiest parts of the game as to, uh, was the point after attempt so I love it and the fact that the Broncos won on a blocked punt or a blocked field goal uh, if I can talk 
blocked point after attempt. <laughs> PAT. PAT, which is insane. Um, and the Texans at the Jaguars. Texans yeah. won. Texans won. Next. Jaguars suck. Nothing surprising. Yep. Uh, they had a good game. Dolphins at the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins are the winners of four straight now. Yep. Uh, They've got a running game. Tannehill looks good. And the Chargers are no no slouch. So the fact that they beat them like they did is a, is a pretty big deal for them. The big thing with Phillip Rivers, he threw four picks today. Yeah. He threw two in the final minute and a half. He will do that in a game or two a year where he'll he'll just try to overtake it. And Melvin Gordon, you know, is back there. That's what that's Well big... the Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. The game winner was a pick six. Okay. Off that Phillip Rivers. Me. Yeah. There's the game right yep. there. Yep. Um, now he's still I think he's still in the top, you know, five or six quarters. Oh yeah. Easily. So but he will have a game like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he will. Uh, then actually this is this may actually be the game of the week, the Cowboys at the Steelers. The Cowboys, this was uh, one of those games people were thinking, this is where they finally This is a it. test. This is a test. And they passed. I mean, it looks, it was sketchy for a minute, and then Ezekiel Elliott pulls off a 30-yard touchdown roll with nine seconds left in the game. Well, it was incredible because you thought, I mean, what it, what it looked like is they were playing for the field goal to win. Yeah. The field goal would have won. But that offensive line opened up a hole, and he just basically, he, he well, not basically, he went in untouched to the end. Did you see the picture of the hole that the oh, yeah. line created? That is the best O line in the NFL. Uh, yeah. Hands down. Yep. And then Ezekiel Elliott today joined Elite Company. He is the third rookie to ever, or like, let's see, what was it? He is in third all time of rookies to uh, for rushing in their first eight games. Mm-hmm. He has 1,005 yards rushing. The two players ahead of him, Adrian Pearson, 07, had, I think, 1,046. And in 97, or Eric Dickerson. Uh, the 80s. 80s had a 1,096. Wow. He's the third on that list. Man. And we were not high on Ezekiel Elliott at all. Well, it's, no. It's, a lot of it has to do that O-line. Oh, 100%. Uh, it's not that I wasn't high on Ezekiel Elliott, but from a fantasy perspective, okay. let's talk about fantasy. That's what we were talking about mm-hmm. was fantasy football. I don't draft rookies. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Because you just don't know. Yeah. No. Every once in a while, one will show up like Ezekiel Elliott to make you regret not drafting him. Because today he had, you know, two hundred, almost two hundred all-purpose yards, including the receiving and three touchdowns or whatever it was. So, you know, those are the days you regret not drafting a rookie. But, um, you know, Ezekiel Elliott is not just the rookie of the year talk. He's also an MVP candidate. Right. So now. is Dak Prescott. So is Dak Prescott. Which is insane so, that you have two offensive players, rookies, rookies, in the talks for rookie of the year. And, and <laughs> I, I don't think there's any other rookie that is in the talk for rookie of the year. Carson Wentz was, and then he's kind of fallen off a little bit. He's still doing good. He's still leading his team. So today. basically, it's between Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then the MVP talks are with uh, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Derek Carr's in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Ryan. Matt was. Ryan. Uh, there's a couple others I can't remember yeah. right now, but those are the main ones. Um, moving. I I love the Cowboys though. Yeah, it pains me to say it, but yeah, they're really good. I really like Dak Prescott. And obviously today was a big big game. The Steelers they were in Pittsburgh. The Steelers are a really good team now. Ben Roethlisberger's not back all the way healthy yet, but he still played a really good game. 
He still threw for 408 yards and yeah. three touchdowns. Yeah, so he still had a really good game. Obviously, Pittsburgh's defense not what, what it is, but, you know, that's another division, speaking of Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. that's surprising. Baltimore's in first place yeah. after beating the Browns on Thursday night. Going back to Cowboys real quick, Des Bryant finally came back. Yep. He had 116 yards and a touchdown. Now, did you hear that his father passed away yesterday? Yeah. And he still played. Now, I don't know how close he was with his father. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know any details about that, but... Still, it was his dad. His dad passed away, and then mm-hmm. he comes out and plays today and had a really good comeback game. And him. had a 50-yard touchdown. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yep. Um, then the... This is the Thursday night game. I didn't get to it. The uh, Ravens beat the Browns 28-7. Yeah, I just mentioned it. No, you did. I did. Okay. Because the well, Ravens are now in first yeah. place. Remember that? 28-7. Well, Remember you didn't say the score of the Browns. I did. Browns suck. 0-10. The Browns stink. They're, gonna, they're, they're going to 0-16. Yes. Um... There goes that bull. How about the Niners? Niners losing 23-20. But they looked pretty good. Did they? I didn't watch the game. No, they did. But the problem is is that I want them to lose now just to have a higher draft pick. <laughs> so I was really pretty frustrated when, when Kaepernick scored that touchdown to tie it. I'm like, oh, come on. Well, at least the Cardinals may have lasted. I'm game. being a little facetious. Yeah, but, you know. But Cardinals still don't excite mm-hmm. me. I mean, I think that division is going to the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, yeah, Seahawks won tonight. Yeah. They beat New England Seahawks 31-24. Yeah, good Just game. Um, yeah. Surprising, I picked the Patriots to win. Well, it's in, it was in New England. Mm-hmm. You know, Tom Brady didn't throw any touchdowns. He only uh, he threw a pick. Yeah. So, uh, And then we tomorrow we have, or tonight when you're listening, the Bengals are playing the Giants right. in New York. That'll be a fun game. Who you got? It's in New York, so I think I have the Giants. Me too. So, all right, so before we get to our picks for next week, uh, coaches on the hot seat. Um, you probably won't agree with it, but I think Mike McCarthy is on the hot seat. Yeah. Um, the way they're playing, they don't look like they ha- are playing with any energy. Uh, he can't seem to fire up his guys. So that, that may be on the players that they just aren't are giving up, but that's also on the coaching. Well, it comes a point in time, you know, coach has been around so long that they stop listening. They stop mm-hmm. hearing his voice the way they used to. Um, I personally think before that happens, they will fire the defensive coordinator. Okay. I think that's kind of the way it'll go. They'll fire, they'll fire Dom Caper, see if that does anything for the team, uh, if it rejuvenates things. And then, then at the end of the season is when they would get rid of Mike McCarthy. I don't think yeah. they'll do it in that order. That's just my, my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, I see that. Yeah. Um, Ron Rivera. He's been yeah. on the hot seat pretty consistently all year. Uh, I hate to say it because I, I like Ron Rivera, yeah. but I think he's on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Um, the team's just not performing right. Yep. Uh, Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. I think they, yeah, he's he, in trouble. Yeah. Uh, then John Fox from the Chicago. I think he's on the hot seat a little bit. You know, not as much as some others, but because he doesn't have a quarterback really that can function well. You know, I think he's okay. You think so? I think personally. I think they're going to give him a little bit of time. You know, he was doing pretty well when Brian Hoyer was a quarterback. Um, I think Jake, Jake, uh, not Jake, Jay Cutler mm-hmm. brings the team down. Yeah. And that's their option right now. So they're going to play him this year, and then they're going to move on from him after this year's over. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm keeping you up. Sorry. <laughs> uh, who's the Jaguars head coach, him? Uh, I can't remember his name. It's not. Hang on. Who is it? Uh, what 
is his name? Gus Bradley. Yes. Gus Bradley is on the hot seat because they are one of the most underperforming teams in the NFL. Yeah, I really think, and I a lot of people thought that they would be good this yeah. year. I, you know, I just based on their moves and the, the players they signed. I mean, they 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 went out in free agency and drafted some or picked up some guys that should have made them a lot better, and they're just not. They're two and six, right? Yeah, that's. I picked them to make the wild card at the beginning of the season. You and you and I both. I was pretty high on Blake yeah. Bortles, and that whole offense. I really thought T.J. Yeldon. Alan Hearns, the, you know, uh, the, the, the guys I thought they would do much better than they have. Yeah. Um, I think that's it, actually, for the... Is it? Coaches on the hot seat. Okay. Uh, you may be surprised at this one. I just... This mainly is mainly because I just don't like him. Uh, I think Chip Kelly, maybe. Um, he was supposed to come in and give him some momentum and stuff, and he... He hasn't done anything for the franchise, in my opinion. The uh, only they way look, that I think... I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, he just hasn't... I have no feeling of... I, actually, I think that before he leaves, um, who's your Trent GM? Balky. Trent Balky should be fired. Because he is a horrible GM right now. So that's not going to happen. Trent Balky? Trent Balky's not going to happen. I don't think Chip Kelly will go anywhere unless... He's offered to go back to like Oregon or some college where he wants to go back. There were rumors that Phil Knight, the CEO of Nike, has been visiting the you know the the Niners games when Chip is around. Um, that may just me mean he's there to visit a friend and see a game, or it could mean something more. Yeah. If Chip Kelly gets offered to go back to the college ranks, I think he would jump out in a second. He's a good college coach. His scheme works in college. It does not work in the NFL. It worked for it worked for a season in Philly, but everybody figured it out. Yeah, you know, and the defense wears down. They get hurt. By the end of the season, you could be ten and four and make the playoffs, but your guys are so tired and beat up from the way you play that they, you know, they can't do it. Yep. Uh, so that's it, I think, for okay. the this week. Uh, so let's do our picks for next week. Uh, the Thursday night game is the Saints at the Panthers. Yes, I can. Talk. At the Panthers? At the Panthers. I'm going to go Panthers. Me too. That's. I'm not going to go against the Panthers ever. Just know Just know that now. I will never <laughs> go against the Panthers. Um, then the... Oh, that went back. Even when wisdom dictates he goes, you know, to go against the Panthers, you don't go against the Panthers. Be quiet. Uh, so then Sunday, Steelers at the Browns. Steelers. Steelers. Ravens at the Cowboys. 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 Jaguars at the Lions. 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 Titans at the Colts. Titans at the Colts. I'm going Titans. Yeah, the way they played this week, I go Titans. Okay. Uh, Bills at the Bengals. Bills. I'll go with Bills. Buccaneers at the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. Bears at the Giants. 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 Cardinals at the Vikings. I'm going to go Cardinals. Radio silence. I think I'll go Cardinals. Okay. Uh, just because that offense is better than the Vikings' offense, mm-hmm. and the defenses kind of will fight each other, yeah. Uh, Dolphins at the Rams. Dolphins. Dolphins at the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go Dolphins. Uh, Patriots at the Forty ers Patriots at the Forty ers Yeah. It's a tough one. Patriots. <laughs> Patriots. Oh wow! You even go against your team. What? Yeah. Well, they stink. They got yeah. one win. <laughs> 
Uh, Eagles at the Seahawks. Ooh, that's a good game. It is. I'm going to go Seahawks, though, just because they're playing at home. Yeah, I think so. I think in a couple years, Carson Wentz could probably pull it off, but not yeah. his rookie year. Uh, the Sunday night game, Packers at the Redskins. Ooh, that's a good line. That's an entertaining. I'm going with the Redskins. Packers at Redskins? Yep, I'm going Redskins. Well, since we're doing this early in the week, I'll probably end up going Redskins, but it depends on what the Packers do. Mm-hmm. If they end up firing their coach or one of the coordinators, I think that might light a little fire under some of them. If Clay Matthews can get back, that may light the fire in the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm just going to go Packers. Packers? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Texans at the Raiders. I'm picking Raiders. Raiders. So. That's a Monday night game? Yep. Okay. So Raiders. That's yep. in like yep. Mexico City or something. Yeah, it's it? in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any other news or anything? Um, just real quick on college. We don't talk a lot of college ball, but yesterday was the first time since oh, yeah. 1985 that numbers 2, 3, and 4 in the nation lost. And we're not, we're we're uh, you know uh, upset. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna be some big college shakings up and yeah. some new rankings coming out. I'm really disappointed because I was excited for Jake Browning, who actually by the way last week for our millions of listeners that listen to us, uh, I said Jake Lockyer, Lockyer, Lockyer last year last week. I mean, instead of Jake Browning, it's Jake Browning. I know it's Jake Browning. I just got the name messed up. Anyway, like I have been messing up a lot tonight too. So. Um, I got Jake Browning. I was really disappointed because I thought he'd be a Heisman candidate. I th- I was really excited for Washington to go further, but anyway. Yeah, with that loss, I think they they're not going. They're no, they'll, 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 they'll drop down to like. The Clemson will still be in there. I think Louisville jumps up and Ohio State jumps up. I agree. And Michigan and uh, Washington drop out. Yes, I agree. Um, so yeah, that's um, it. That's it. If uh, nothing else. As always, this has been the Two Fat Dudes Talk Sports Podcast, episode 14, I believe. Uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash twofatdudes. And uh, where can they find us on Twitter? At Two Fat Dudes. That is correct. Yes. Um, and then we post every Monday on... SoundCloud and iTunes. There you go. You got this time. Um, winner, winner, chicken taking dinner. some taking some pressure off me. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Um, so until next week, take it easy, guys. Later. Two fat dudes.